Have you ever walked out to your mailbox and found a dryer sheet in your mailbox? I haven't either. But according to a story I read last night, if the postal worker leaves a dryer sheet in your mailbox, that's because it's, well, it's for your safety and the postal worker's safety. Because I guess it's a, you know, a well-known postal service secret that dryer sheets help keep bees and wasps away. Right? I didn't, I mean, I've used dryer sheets as, uh, you know, I've run out of deodorant, so I break them in half and I put one under each armpit for, you know, <laughs> for deodorant. That's actually true. But I've never had a postal worker leave a dryer sheet in my mailbox. And I didn't know if I did it, that would keep the bees and the wasps away from the mailbox. I just thought, hey, I look at the mailbox. Oh, look, it looks like there's a nest forming. I'll get rid of the nest. But no, the dryer sheet is preventative wasp and yellow jacket maintenance. So if you find a dryer sheet in your mailbox, it's for everyone's safety. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. We have a new ant species that's been discovered in Ecuador. Yes, I know there's plenty of animals and bugs dying on the planet thanks to climate change, but we actually are discovering new species all the time. So perhaps the earth is just doing what the earth does, but I digress. Thanks to uh, a find in Ecuador, we have a new discovery of an ant. And rather than give it a traditional gendered Latin suffix, we wanted to celebrate gender diversity. So the ant was discovered by Philip Hona at the Technical University of Darmstadt, Germany, in a couple of years ago, in 2018. Now, he sent a photograph to the taxonomic expert Douglas Bohr of Yale University, who recognized it as a new species uh, in the strumaginus, in the strum, in the ant. And we wanted to give it a gender-neutral name. So we named it Ayers, A-Y-E-R-S, who was a protege of Andy Warhol in the 70s. And he died in 2016. He was identified as a gay man outside of his Warhol character. But uh, they went ahead and named it after him with the suffix they. So the new ant is a... Airs they. Airs they. So congratulations. In the world today, we have a newly discovered ant species from Ecuador that is gender neutral. Huh? I know. I mean, the taxonomic expert, Douglas Boer, who also asked Michael Stipe, the lead singer of the band R.E.M., who was a mutual friend of Airs, you know, the Andy Warhol today to join him in writing the etymology section of the paper outlining the new species so according to bear or boer b-o-o-h-e-r there are 853 new species in the strumogenus genus but the new ant was immediately identifiable as unique it's very different from any ant in the genus there's a lot of 
convergent evolution so that a lot of species in different countries look alike but aren't related so it was a special ant and he's been waiting for something like this to represent gender diversity and biological diversity oh man and now he was asked whether he's going to use the they suffix to name future species and he says look i'll use female male or non-binary suffix depending on the wishes of the person the species is named after so man that is good good news so the the new species the s-t-r-u-m-i-g-e-n-y-s heirs they heirs they Gotta be a proud, proud Ecuadorian ant. Now, as long as we're talking about bugs, we may as tell you that if you live in Maryland, you are close to having a cicada battle on your hand. According to all the powers that be, within the next seven to ten days, maybe maybe two weeks tops, you're going to have trillions of cicadas that are about to emerge (laughs) the university of maryland uh entomologists find at least seven cicadas in maybe a third of a square foot of dirt so that rate is just shy of a million per acre holy cow and there's much more afoot The cicadas of Brood X, or the X standing for Roman numeral 10, so Brood 10, will emerge after 17 years underground. Now, there are many broods of periodic cicadas that appear on their rigid schedules in different years, but this one is one of the largest and most notable. They'll be in 15 states, from Indiana to Georgia to New York, They're coming out now in mass numbers in Tennessee and North Carolina. (laughs) I bet you can't wait for the Brood X to show up because you're going to get nothing but days of... And those are the males. The males are out looking for cicada business. (laughs) (laughs) oh man do you have something to look forward to with that going all night and day especially at nighttime uh no thank you (laughs) no thank you it's uh, apparently a race for you know looking for business and then dying so you got a couple of (laughs) it is uh, going to be cicada hell soon in all of those states so have fun and i mean it good luck god bless oh man tell me you don't want to just burn down the trees I already just want to burn down the trees. I don't care if they're brood X or not. Whatever type of cicada they are. Oh, but Jeff, that's Mother Nature's circle of life. They come out, they're in the ground for 17 years, they look for business, and then they dry up and die, and they go back into the ground for fertilizer, and other animals and bugs eat them, so it's the circle of life. Uh Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh, and it's going to be more of a circle of life when I have to hear this for all day and night. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. All right, so you know uh, I am a big believer in the Guinness Book of World Records. I love them. I think that I am so disappointed in my life right now that I do not have a Guinness world record to my name and or to a show that I'm affiliated with uh, as being a part of it. And that's going to change sometime in my lifetime. I will not, I will not, I don't want to leave this planet until I have a Guinness world record. So I want to say, I feel your pain at Lake Ridge Academy in Ohio. They attempted to set a Guinness world record for the largest amount of cereal boxes in like a domino fall down effect and they set it all up in their gymnasium they had guinness there they were going to knock down 4567 cereal boxes during their record attempt okay now they were going to try to defeat the current world record which was set back in 2020 january of 2020 in kansas city missouri the kansas city centurions knocked down 3990 cereal boxes in domino fashion so they set it all up in their gymnasium they had it all ready to go and off they went no it stops oh man now i don't know why they couldn't try it again uh you know i don't know how many i guess the guinness guy said nope hey have a nice day that's good uh we're not you can't set them back up i gotta go look at the time we're done here but uh, they had it all taken care of they had people donate the boxes it was the uh uh crispy oats or oats crispy or whatever the heck it was cereal boxes and they had it donated. They donated it all to the Second Harvest Food Bank and North Ridgeville Community Care. And it was all done for a really good cause. And uh, they had collection partnerships with uh, Mercy Health and North Ridgefield Police Department and Parents Community Coalition Partners. And all that was really cool. It was a cool thing that they did. But they didn't do it. It failed. So, I mean, I think I could beat that. I think we could set that up at Mercury Studios. That's just another one. I mean, I might hold more than one. I mean, I know that we've talked to we've talked to my man, Joel Strasser, Joel Nert, uh, you know, who's had has several multiple Guinness World Records, and he's been on the show. And you can go back and see the interview on my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat, and he's awesome. But he's a show off because he has a bunch of them, and he ticks me off because I don't have one. Okay, I don't even you know what I don't even know why I follow him on Instagram or Twitter, or wherever the hell I follow him at on YouTube. I don't even know why anymore, because he ticks me off. Because I don't have one, and he has a bunch. <laughs> Where's the equity in that? Nah, I stop it. I, I love him. And it's, just don't, even, don't even look at me like that. I don't believe in that equity bullcrap, but I get it. I, I think I could do this at Mercury Studios with the, with the cereal boxes. I mean, you only have to beat 3,000. You only have to have 4,000 cereal boxes. They tried to do it with the you know over 4,000. Holy cow, you only had to get to 4,000 to have the record, and then you're good. But I don't understand. I'd like to have, I wondered what the deal was, why Guinness just left. Hey, we're here, got to go, look at the time. You can't set them back up again. It takes too long, and it's just not going to happen today. Good luck, God bless, take care. But it really sucks, and you know, congratulations at least for trying. And you know, I'm bummed that you didn't get it. But congratulations. I'm sure the uh, the people in Kansas City, Missouri, the Kansas City Centurions are like, yeah, yeah, take that, you little punks from Ohio. 
I'm sure their official release was, oh, it was such a fine try, and we really rooted for them. Did ya? Did ya? <laughs> hey, remember uh, a few decades ago when private citizens used to be private? Now, you know what's changed that, don't you? The internet. Think about everything that you've browsed, searched for, watched, tweeted, Facebooked, Instagrammed. Now imagine all of that data, which we talk about all the time on the show, being sifted through, crawled through, looked at, collected, aggregated by third parties into your permanent public record. Yeah, your record. Having your private life exposed for others to see once was something only, you know, celebrities worried about. But in an era where everyone's online, everyone is a public figure. So where do I keep my data private when I go online? ExpressVPN. I turn to ExpressVPN. There are hundreds of data brokers out there whose sole business is to buy and sell your data. You know that. You see it uh, in action every day. And if you want to kind of, you know, put a stop to that action, uh, ExpressVPN. One of those data points is your IP address. Data harvesters use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, my connection and yours, if you get it, gets rerouted through an encrypted server and my IP address and yours will be masked. Every time I turn on ExpressVPN, I'm given a random IP address shared by other ExpressVPN customers, and that makes it more difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data. And I can't tell you how uh, how calm I feel when I log on and I know ExpressVPN is locked in. I mean it, man. I love it. Your phone, laptop, smart TV. All you have to do is tap one button and you are protected with ExpressVPN. So if you're like me and you believe your data is your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Now, I'm going to tell you a way to get three extra months for free. Go to expressvpn.com slash Jeffy. Expressvpn.com slash Jeffy. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash j-e-f-f-y expressvpn.com slash jeffy that'll get you three extra months for free go to expressvpn.com slash jeffy to learn more speaking of high school and not the uh, good kids at lake ridge academy in north ridgeville ohio who attempted to break the guinness world book of records on the cereal boxes toppled in domino fashion i know they failed but everything was for a good cause so good for them and you know good luck and try again if i don't beat you first but then we go to escambia florida oh i'm saying escambia county florida in the school district uh we have uh emily rose grover and mom laura rose carol 50 emily's 18 uh she was still a minor uh, when she and her mother uh, broke into the school's uh, internal computer system in order to fix the votes for her to be homecoming queen. <laughs> now, they're both going to be tried as, a, as an adult, and they are really, you know, the prosecutors are uh, are going after them. Really, I think it's more not so much about the, um, this is what broke them out and what brought everything to the forefront was the rigging of the homecoming queen votes but mom worked for the school 
And she apparently has friends who she's bragged to about using her mom's password to get in and access school records and access grades and access uh, all kinds of things to work to her advantage. And, you know, mom had to know, right? I mean, you're not using your mom's password to do all that and win the homecoming queen votes without mom knowing. So they, you know, the IP address, aha, uh-huh, not using ExpressVPN, by the way, uh, which is good for everyone involved. Uh, they cast a bunch of votes for her in, in the system called Election Runner. And the investigators were all like, hey, uh, this all came from the same IP address. What's going on? They don't, or they haven't released, I should say. They don't know how they were... Uh, maintaining unauthorized access for years without detection because their users are supposed to uh, change their passwords every 45 days, which means mom knew, right? She had to have known. I know that uh, everything's supposed to be perfect while the staff is, uh, you know, following the FDLE focus student information technology systems updates with the staff responsible use of guidelines for technology. I'm sure all of that was completely up to date. So mom had to have known, but they're going to uh, be charged with one count each of offenses against users of computers, computer systems, computer networks, and electronic devices, unlawful use of a two-way communications device, criminal use of personally identifiable information and conspiracy. So I'm sure, you know, they're going to be tried as adults. They'll probably work out a deal, right? I mean, you drop a couple of these offenses and they plead guilty to, I don't know what, you plead guilty to criminal use of personally identifiable information and conspiracy and you serve, what, five years in jail? Because they can get a maximum of 16 years in prison with all of this. So here's my, here's my thought. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to plead, they're going to plead out so they don't have to go to trial and they'll, you know, of course, you know, they can't, you know, they'd be lucky to be able to live in Escambia County anymore in Florida, uh, Escambia, I know. And, uh, so they'll still live there. They'll just be, those are the dark people. We don't like those people over there. They're criminals. She cheated to become homecoming queen. (laughs) That's Emily Rose and Laura Rose. Oh, okay. All right. They have different last names, though. They'll be changing their names soon. Uh, Emily Rose Grover and Laura Rose Carroll will be having different names very soon. But they, I mean, with all of those charges, 16 years, a maximum of 16 years? Come on now. No way. They plead out. They plead uh, guilty to uh, criminal use of personally identifiable information and conspiracy, or they'll plead guilty to a couple of these charges, and a couple of these charges will be dropped, and they'll spend about five years in jail, two in jail, three probation, done deal. Mark my words. That's a that's a chewing the fat guarantee. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something desperately cold to drink, or something cold to drink desperately, whichever way that works. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't know if I ever told you that before or not. So just a reminder uh, that uh, you should be a subscriber to this show, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. If you're listening right now and you're not a subscriber, 
you know, uh, you need to change your life and subscribe to Chewing the Fat. When I asked, I did the story about uh, people telling themselves uh, what they would tell themselves if they could go back 10 years ago uh, and tell themselves about now. Uh, One of the responses was, uh, I tell myself to rate and subscribe to Chewing the Fat on October 1st, 2018. Uh, Duh. Well, thank you, Braden. And you're 100% right. Now, you... You know, some, you know, when, when's the best time to plant a tree? You know, yesterday or today, either one. So if you haven't planted that tree, which would be subscribing to Chewing the Fat, uh, that's the whole, you know, point of the, the story. It would be subscribe today. So subscribe to Chewing the Fat and turn your life around. You can choose whatever platform. If you're sneaking a listen now on uh, one of your friend's platforms, go ahead and uh, use their platform or you can choose one that you would prefer. There's a plethora of platforms out there that carry this show, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay? All right. We'll just leave it at that. The only way you get off or you get around, <laughs> i rephrase that. The only way you get around uh, sneaking listens without being a subscriber, let's say you're a kid and you love the show and your parents are subscribed to the show. Then you know what? It's okay to be a freeloader. That's okay. You know, if you're like uh, Lillian, or as uh, you know, her family calls her Lily Bug, and she uh, loves the show, and uh, she loves uh, chewing the fat. She loves Walking Dead. She loves Fear the Walking Dead. And her dad says, well, most importantly, she loves this show, Chewing the Fat. Well, if you're like Lillian, uh, I'm not, you know, on the inner family sanctum, so I don't want to call her Lily Bug. Uh, then that's okay. You can just sneak those listens in when, when other people are listening. That's fine. According to dad, she believes that, uh, I mean, she has got to be a genius child. First of all, <laughs> let's just be clear about it. Uh, she's got to be a genius. If she hasn't been, uh, if she hasn't been dubbed a genius yet, I mean, it's been, it's already, it's a done deal. She's a genius. Uh, she thinks that I'm the greatest person on the radio and, uh, she thinks that I still uh, like to draw my face on stakes. She's right, which makes her a genius, 100%. So thank you for listening, Lillian. I appreciate it. And you are 100% right. There's no question. And speaking of stakes, did you see where there's, a, there's a studies out now? Because I didn't realize that it's no meat may. You can write your own jokes. But what they're talking about is uh, men and humans are i love meat so this uh, apparently this is no meat may a group that encourages people to give up meat for a month uh because of uh climate change and uh fighting against toxic masculinity (laughs) well there's i think it's two separate studies requested from no meat may there's one that talks about a study that the surveyed a thousand male participants and there's another study that talks about from the united kingdom where they surveyed two thousand people by one poll for no meat may so i'm not really you know that's got to be two separate things for the no meat may group right so the first story talks about the study that surveyed a thousand male participants 73 percent of the men said they would rather die 10 years early than quit eating meat anymore 
<laughs> and I will say the picture of the steaks on this story. I am so hungry for steak. I cannot tell you I want that steak so bad. It looks tremendous. So it says in here that 81% uh, supposedly care about the climate crisis. 79% would not give up meat for it. Duh. Everyone, you know, we all, if, if, if asked, do you believe in climate change? Well, yes, just not the way that you believe in climate change. So according to, you know, this, the co-founder Ryan Alexander of No Meat May, significant research over many years has shown that eating meat and other animal products increases the risk of developing certain cancers, heart disease, obesity, and having a reduced life expectancy, not to mention one of the biggest contributors to global warming and the destruction of our environment. See, this is where they go too far. I'll give you the, I'll give you the health stuff. Maybe, maybe, but I'm not giving you the biggest con contributors to global warming and the destruction of our environment. No. And it also says in this survey that uh, Australian men <laughs> uh, don't even, they're not even aware of these facts and they don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Scientists, however, suggest there are numerous health benefits to eating meat. And Ryan doesn't talk about any of that. Really? Yeah, reduced appetite, increased metabolism, retention of muscle mass, stronger bones, better iron absorption, just to name a couple of things, you know, that meat is good at. But then when you go to the other study, the one from the United Kingdom, this study says they surveyed 2,000 people and the percentages were 70%. Uh, more than 1 in 10 said giving up would 70% said no way uh, two two thirds of the men in Britain said they would rather die five to 10 years early than give up meat. Okay. But more than one in 10, so that's one and a half, uh, in 10 said giving up meat would make them feel less masculine. And a third said they believed humans were meant to eat meat. Uh, thank you. Compared to one quarter of the women surveyed. Uh, two, uh, let's see, there's 2,000 people. More than one in 20 men surveyed said they also would rather go to jail than stop eating meat. <laughs> that may be coming. That might not be funny in too soon a time. So don't be joking around about that. Now, the survey also found that uh, many men and women would consider a plant-based diet in exchange for certain health benefits. Mm, mm, maybe. I mean, that's. I'd like to see how you know what, how the questions were. Uh, how the questions were formed and asked as part of this. 18% of men surveyed said they would stop eating meat if it improved their sexual performance and 35% said if it improved their health. Okay. A survey also found increasing numbers of young people following meat-free diets in a trend that has been eagerly adopted by British supermarket and popular food chains in recent years. Um, yeah, well, increasing number of young people. So... Uh, they they think that they're helping the climate. I mean, they're they're all climate change believers. Around half of the Brits surveyed said they had at least one female friend who was a vegetarian or a vegan, compared to 38% who have had male friends following the diets. Wow. For those over age 65, 
uh, reduces to just 15% who have a vegetarian male or friend and 6% who know a man following a vegan diet. Yeah, I, I used to know somebody, but he's dead. So that's just the way it goes. I don't know anybody anymore. So the overall overwhelming percentage, wow, 81% on the first and 70% in the second would rather die 10 years early than give up meat. That's pretty incredible. And uh, a big percentage, I would rather go to jail than give up meat. That may be coming, my friend. That may be coming. Speaking of jail, did you see where the Missouri, the Missouri woman who sentenced to 10 years in prison after she pled guilty to smuggling a loaded gun uh, into the jail in her hoo-ha? I know. <laughs> I know the medical term is vagina. I can say it. It's okay. So during the court hearing, pled guilty, which uh, meant that she said, yes, I'm guilty of delivery or concealment of the weapon, a small 22 caliber revolver that was fully loaded with five rounds. She was sentenced to serve a decade in the custody of the Missouri Department of Corrections. She's currently being held at the Women's Eastern Reception Diagnostic and Correctional Center, a state intake facility. Boy, I bet you that's a fun place to be at. Now, you'd think, wow, 10 years for that? Well, she's previously done stretches in state prison, was arrested in February on gun and narcotics charges, and that's when she was booked into the Boone County Jail in Columbia, home of the University of Missouri, by the way. They searched her. Uh, they found nothing. And then they did a body cavity search and they found nothing. So it was, that gun was up there. <laughs> that gun was up there a ways. <laughs> and she was in lockup for 17 days. Okay. 17 days. And then they found the gun in her possession, uh, wrapped in some kind of plastic. And it was under, you know, with the blankets and stuff. And it was concealed with all her other belongings. Now she admitted to possessing the firearm, but said, Hey, it's not mine. I was just holding it for one of those other women over there in the same unit. And all the other women were like, no, uh, that ain't mine. That's hers. <laughs> Nobody took the fall. It was all, no, it was hers. So uh, she gets 10 years in prison. So if you go to prison for not eating meat, do not try to sneak a little small caliber 22 revolver up any orifice because... If you get busted, you're in big trouble. So the big news yesterday about uh, COVID-19. Well, obviously, you know, countries are on fire. But uh, the Biden administration said that they were joining the calls for more sharing of technology behind COVID-19 vaccines. Yeah, you know, that whole intellectual property thing, you know, that doesn't count now. Uh, it's for, you know, it's for people's safety and the livelihood of, and life. And we need those temporary waiver of protections. It's just a temporary waiver. Oh, Oh, okay. Uh, that must be because the, uh, you know, the UN and the World uh, Health Organization, and the World Trade Organization, I'm sure they're all for this waiver of intellectual property. Huh. No kidding. So I know that we're for it, but I kind of feel like um, this might be a way for us to say just 
we'll give you some. We're not going to get rid of the intellectual property, but you get a bunch. So I feel like maybe this is the way countries are saying, hey, could you just help us some more, United States, please? Could you just help us send us a bunch more vaccines? Because we don't want to spend the money and you're rich and you just send it to us, okay, for free. And that'll be our compromise to waiving the intellectual property. Because, I mean, we had a story talking about uh, Pfizer saying that uh, the vaccine helped them do $3.5 billion in revenue in the first quarter. Uh, That's pretty good. (laughs) Does it seem like that's that bad of a quarter? Um, so I know that, um, you know, AstraZeneca and Johnson and Johnson promised to produce their vaccines at no profit to themselves. Uh Uh-huh. But Moderna and Pfizer looked, uh, you know, they were like, uh, hello, hello. Uh, man, I lost the connection, lost the connection. Pfizer was the only company that didn't accept federal funds for the vaccine production saying, uh, you know, we want to be able to move as quickly as possible with production. And we are just worried that the politicians are going to, you know, lead us to price gouging and messing with government funds. So no, thank you. We don't want to, we don't want to have anything to do with it. Uh, Okay. All right. I mean, Pfizer's looking to be, you know, the forerunner of starting to, uh, vaccinate our children. They're looking for emergency use for kids 2 to 11 and emergency use for kids 12 to 15. Holy cow. So I just kind of feel like, you know, if they start taking intellectual property away from these companies, you know, on a temporary basis under the auspices of, you know, safety and world sickness and all that humbo jumbo we are in worse trouble than i thought but i do know that we're coming back and the businesses have had just about enough of not having people in the offices which is kind of good i think uh, i know jamie diamond the jp morgan ceo said in an interview i'm about to cancel all my zoom meetings i'm done with it <laughs> Uh, Goldman Sachs executives revealed a plan to, uh, we're getting the staff back to their New York City desk by June 14th. And uh, the United Kingdom staff, yeah, June 21st. We want you back in the office. J.P. Morgan, Jamie Dimon, wants 50% of its staff back in the office at least part-time by July. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, they want that. And that some of that was uh, more than part-time. It seems like at least part-time by July. But they were talking about, you know, we'll just come back part-time, you know, Monday through Friday. <laughs> that's, that's not part-time. But uh, Deutsche Bank is preparing to move its New York City staff to its new headquarters starting in July. And they're still going to be in New York, but they're just moving, I think, away from Wall Street, if I remember. They're moving to another place in Midtown, so still in New York. And, boy, nice of Andrew Cuomo to say, hey, we need to get Broadway back. Isn't it? It's amazing that he wants people on his side and coming back strong. I wonder why that could be. Huh. I'm sure it's because he cares about the people and and everything. I'm sure it is. So uh, performances on Broadway are going to return September 14th. Oh, isn't that nice? Because they need time. 
to, you know, advertise for the shows and get performers back up to speed and create safety protocols and allow audiences to get vaccinated. That's right. Good luck seeing one of those Broadway shows. Uh, They might let you sit outside of the building and listen. We'll set up a speaker out there for you non-vax people. And so they, you know, look, look, a big selling point to coming to New York and visiting is going to a Broadway show, right? I mean, they make, they make billions of dollars, people coming to Broadway shows. And so if you can't have the tourism, you're not going to be making all the money that you thought you were going to make. So maybe you just say, you know what, uh, if you're in New York and you uh, aren't vaccinated, you could still come too. We'll let you buy a ticket as well. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, there's so much, so much crazy news in, uh, in COVID-19. We are, we are in such, you know, I don't know where we're at, to be honest with you. I mean, we have people telling us we're reaching herd immunity. We're having some people tell us we're not reaching herd immunity. You know, like Anthony Fauci. I don't know why we still listen to this guy. He, uh, you know, goes back and forth on everything that he says all the time and now they're talking about uh they're waiting the see they're talking about well you know covid cases they could surge coming up here real soon and there's some outbreaks in the western states so they're not in full retreat yet but there are some outbreaks so the surge could be coming well i wonder why that could be i wonder why the surge could be coming in a couple of i'm sure completely unrelated stories uh, dozens of migrant children being held in Long Beach, California Convention Center test positive for COVID-19. Uh, then we have uh, more migrants in California, in uh, in San Diego, uh, testing positive for COVID-19. So I'm sure it's just a coincidence that we're getting, uh, you know, uh, migrants and immigrants coming to this country and testing positive for COVID-19 after they come into the country, right? We get them in, they cross the border, we don't test them get them on a bus, we ship them off. And then by when we get them to where we shipped them, then we test them. Um, it's too late then, my friends. It's too late. But, you know, it's all about the show. Speaking of the show, uh, I see where Marvel Studios just uh, released their uh, video of all the shows, the new movies that are coming out with the Marvel Studios and their release their release dates. So you got uh, Black Widow coming out to July 9th, 2021. Then you have uh, Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, September 3rd, 2021. Then you have The Eternals, November 5th, 2021. Marvel Studios, Spider-Man, No Way Home, December 17th, 2021. Then you have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th, 2022. Thor, Love and Thunder, May 6th, 2022. Then you have Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, July 8th, 2022. Marvel Studios, The Marvels, November 11th, 2022. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, February 17th, 2023. Galaxies, I'm sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, May 5th, 
2023 Marvel Studios. I'm telling you, man, they are knocking them out, lining them up. Marvel Studios, that's their lineup. Uh, and, you know, we'll see if they actually could meet that timeline. But if they're promoting it, that's going to be the timeline they're on, right? So, good luck, God bless. So, what do you do if you can't get lethal injection drugs and you want to have the death penalty in your state? Well, if you're like South Carolina, you bring back the firing squad. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so, the House voted to finalize the bill which is really meant to uh you know let's get these executions going i mean south carolina used to be the busiest death chambers in the country i mean between south carolina florida and texas you know if my memory serves me correctly those states are uh, taking care of business and the uh, death row so they're bringing back the firing squad now i haven't read the whole bill so i'm not sure like if they're saying that the inmate chooses between uh the firing squad and the electric chair if legal lethal injection drugs aren't available so how do they choose uh i want the lethal injection oh darn we don't have the drugs so we shoot you I mean, I'm not quite sure. I've got to, I've got to have to read this bill because I want to know how many, how many people are in the firing squad. So, you know, the lethal injection, you just, you know, you have a couple of buttons and, and it goes, right? So if they're going to shoot you, they usually have more than one shooter. So, you know, only one or two have a bullet, one that actually, you know, one that actually will kill you and the others uh don't so i'm really i'm really interested to see you know do they have like 10 people that line up i mean you just pick people outside probably hey i need some shooters okay first first 10 you 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 let's go and you line them up and <laughs> you put them on the firing squad but south carolina is uh in, in columbia south carolina by the way home of the South Carolina Gamecocks, uh, they want to get the death row back up and running. So they're going to, uh, going to let you choose to, uh, get the firing squad. So congratulations. I know the governor said, uh, look, just give me the bill. I'll sign it. As soon as it gets to my desk, we're there. So they haven't had a death row inmate executed in 10 years. I gotta be getting backed up. <laughs> <laughs> once the governor signs that bill you can expect south carolina to uh get them rode up and let's go so i will read the bill i'll i'll read the bill and i'll find out exactly wh how many different ways you can you know go to your death on death row in south carolina and how you actually choose and how many shooters there's got to be it's going to be uh i'm sure there's going to be a few lawsuits <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be a fun ride not necessarily for the death row inmate but for me you know if you're going to go on a fun ride you might as well get paid for it right uh, you can quote me on that by the way if you're going to go on a fun ride you might as well get paid for it. you may i would tell you quote you might as well you may as well i guess i have to speak properly correct hey you know if you're going to go on a fun ride you may as well get paid for it thank you that's a that's a chewing the fat jeff fisher quote you know if you're gonna go on a ride you may as well get paid for it 
So Will Smith, I see, posted a picture of himself just in his underwear to his 53.2 million followers on Instagram. And he is talking about, this is the body that carried me through an entire pandemic and countless days grazing through the pantry. I love this body, but I want to feel better. No more midnight muffins. This is it. I'm a get in the best shape of my life. Team up with that YouTube to get my health and wellness back on track. Hope it works. And he tagged at Westbrook, which is his company, and at Aiden. I, Aiden Tanner, uh, you know, is part of the uh, project, I guess, is the director of, and photographer. So he's probably going to be documenting the process. Now, Will's got a couple big movies coming up uh, in the pre-planning. He's got Bright 2 and Bad Boys 4. So, you know, he's got to get back into shape. And why not document it and make a little cash as well? <laughs> I love him. I love him for it. So he doesn't look bad, but I'm sure for Will to uh, go, you know, to be in shape for these movies, he's going to have to be in better shape than than he's looking here, and he knows that. So good for him. You know, why not document the whole thing and make some extra cash and get in shape for the movies? And then he can, you know, that'll be two or three years down the road. He'll be 55, 56. He's already made a ton of money. How much is Will Smith worth? He's got to be worth a couple hundred million. Yeah, according to this, 350 million. So even if that's out of the realm, a couple hundred million. So he's doing okay. <laughs> but why not make a few more bucks, right? And just document getting into shape and just throw it all out there and leave it on the table. Good for you, Will. And we'll be, we'll be following you and see your document. And you know, he's got trainers and dietitians and it'll be... It'll be a fun ride to see it happen. I mean, look at Mark Wahlberg, 49. He just talked about he's getting ready for his new upcoming boxing film, Stew, spelled the same way, too, by the way. Ugh, I'm going to have to say that name again in my life and actually mean it. At least it isn't about, you know, that stew. He talked about how much he's going to have to gain all this weight. He said that he's gained 20 pounds in just three weeks for his character. And he said that three weeks from now, he's got to be captioned with a larger belly and thicker arms. So he said, after they get done shooting, after we do the boxing scenes, I get to put on as much weight as possible over the course of the film. So I'm challenging myself to put on 30 pounds in the next six weeks. Just call me, Mark. Just call me. I'll let you know. I can walk you through how to, how to make that happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said he plans on eating lots of burgers lots of buns he said that he's working with very smart professionals to help him transform in a healthy way uh-huh he admitted he wants to go to bakeries i want to go to denny's i want to get pancakes i want to get everything i can possibly get my hands on okay uh no problem i'm happy to help you out there mark we can take care of that so we'll see uh, you know, how long it takes him to get back to, look, he's got, uh, you know, all the help and that's his job, right? That's his work to take care of himself like that. I mean, I know he's, we've talked about his schedule before. I remember talking about his, uh, daily schedule of getting up early and working out and going to bed early and his strict eating and exercise routine. So, you know, while this was all part of the job of gaining weight, it gets more difficult to lose the weight the older you get. 
Um, and, you know, look what's happened to other actors. I mean, you look at uh, Marlon Brando. Uh, look at Jack Nicholson. I mean, he's in the news again, too, because they're saying Jack has just turned into a recluse and he just wants to stay home and he's gained all this weight and he just sits around and eats. Look, the guys, you know, you look at Brando and Jack Nicholson, two, you know, great famous actors who stayed fit and trim most of their career for the roles that they were doing. And then once they stopped, it was like that, uh, you know, that discipline, that discipline goes away and you just feel like, oh my gosh, I've had all this discipline for all these years. I just want to be left alone. I want to be in my home. I want to eat what I want. I'll see who I want to see. I'll go outside. I'll swim a little. I'll watch some TV. I'll watch some old movies, but I'm not going to work out and I'm just going to eat everything I want. I'm not going to have this strict regime. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you know what happens then, don't you? You blow up. I mean, we've seen a lot of female. I chose men to talk about this because I don't want to start beating up women that have the same problem. You start losing a little bit of that discipline and it all goes to. So, you know, it's very difficult. It's a difficult thing. It really is. So I might as well. You know, I hope Wahlberg, I'm sure he's documenting it for the movie. And, I'm, and by now, he's probably bummed that he hasn't made a separate deal like Will did to get in shape and, you know, cut the deal, get in good shape for these movies, and then just have the getting in shape as part of the separate deal. Mark, call me, okay? <laughs> I'll get you. We'll get things straightened out for you. I've got to, you know, I'll give you, you know what? I'll give you a free million dollar idea. Okay. And you, I hope you're filming. I hope you've been filming already, but if you haven't start filming today, get the crew in there today, fit, fat, fit. So we watch the documentation as you're fit going into the movie role, you get fat and then you get fit coming out of the movie role, fit, fat, fit with Mark Wahlberg. And I'm just not, you know, will go ahead and, you know, I'll get, you might as well jump on it. Why don't you do it first? Will could go from, uh, you know, Flab to fit, something like that. You know what I mean? Fat, flab, fit. Uh, fat to fit. We'll work it out. Call me. 